Hello, Tim Winders here. Welcome to Seat Go Create. Got a little bit of a different episode this time. It's a solo episode, just me. And I'm just going to be sharing some things that I think are important for all of us, kind of like a what to be doing right now. And it's kind of come to be as I've been working with some organizations and teams and leaderships, leadership teams. And also as I've been going through and thinking about some things for me personally, individually, my wife and I, with uh, just all that's happening in the world, I just think that's, uh, it's important for us to do an evaluation of where we are and what we need to be doing. And let me give you a little bit of background on this. I think that's kind of important because it, it really is something that as we're entering into kind of a, a unique time, and I don't want to date this too much. This is going to be releasing in early November, but in early November we of 2022, when this comes out, we are kind of coming out of maybe a worldwide pandemic. Some people have said we're done. Some people say have said it's still around. I'll let you decide that on your own. And then also we've been going through some very interesting economic times, times where we've gone through a long period of time where interest rates have been low uh, from the Fed. We've had uh, low unemployment and a number of things have led to just a lot of successful things as far as the economy goes. And right now it appears as if we may be entering a time that could be more challenging. I'm not going to make predictions about that, but in all likelihood, we are currently in what many would call a recession and we are experiencing some degree of slowdown and the Fed by raising rates are trying to get it to where the economy slows down so we don't experience inflation. And that is for people here in the United States and similar things are going on in other parts of the world. And the reason I bring it up, I was at a conference not too long ago. It was primarily with real estate investors, people that buy a lot of homes. And I heard a theme that was kind of interesting to me. These are groups or, or organizations or, I guess, companies that have been buying and selling properties for some time, and they have been doing extremely well since probably about 2009, 10, shortly after the last downturn of 08. They have been doing extremely well, and it's been kind of ramping up even more. It's been accelerating. And what I heard from almost everyone that was speaking was something to the effect of things were going really, really well until about March, April, possibly May of this year, 2022. And then all of a sudden they like hit a wall or went off a cliff and things changed tremendously. I mean, some have been extremely profitable month over month up until that point and heard one say they're now losing $200,000 a month. Another were able to get deals and buy things in the way that they wanted to and then nothing is able to meet their criteria. So just a lot of things that were happening and it's interesting. It was a statement. I'm going to modify the statement somewhat, but this is really the theme or the message of what I want to talk about in this episode. And it goes something like this. Before spring of this year, 2022, a good leader, a good organization, a medium team or group, or someone just kind of going through some motions, they could get great results just because of the nature of the way things were. However, what we're seeing now is that even a great leader, 
a great organization, a team or group that's doing all the right things, are struggling to even get medium, mediocre, average, or good results. And so what I want to discuss and talk about here, this is almost going to be like a coaching session. I want to go through some of the basic things that I believe that we need to be doing all the time. But unfortunately, sometimes we get a little bit lazy or we kind of skip some steps or, and, and I'm saying we, myself included, we don't do all the basic things that we need to do to ensure that we're doing the great things so that we can make it through some of the tougher times. And for any of you who know my story, you know, I've been through some of those ups and downs. So I'm speaking from experience and I've also worked with a lot of teams, organizations, leadership teams, executive teams, and I've seen examples of this. And so I want to kind of walk through some of those things that I believe are kind of basics. And I just had this vision pop in my mind, and it's from a book that I read a long time ago. I think the title of the book was When Integrity Mattered. It might be When Character Mattered. It was a book about Vince Lombardi, and for those that don't know, Vince Lombardi was a football coach for the Green Bay Packers during the 60s, maybe in the 50s into the 60s, and he was the coach of the Green Bay Packers when the first Super Bowls were played, and the Green Bay Packers had won a few championships, but when then when they started doing the Super Bowls, the Green Bay Packers won the first two Super Bowls. And kind of what we're doing in this episode is something like I heard from that book that Vince Lombardi would do at the beginning of each football season. Now, keep in mind, he had professional football players there. He had Bart Starr. He had Paul Horning. He had some of the greatest football players and athletes of that time. They knew what they were supposed to do. But yet, when he started, I was told, the story goes, that he would begin the season, he would hold up a football, and he would say, gentlemen, this is a football. <laughs> so he would address the basics. And anyone that knows the, the schemes or the ways the Packers played, they played some hard-nosed football, very basic, not, not a lot of frills or a lot of um, sizzle. It was a lot of basic foundational uh, hard-nosed football. So one of the things that I'm going to be talking about here, I'm going to be going through a few steps, a few items that I believe are what I'm kind of terming a redefining success system things that we all need to be doing all the time, but we really need to make sure we're hunkering down and doing these things during times that could be somewhat rocky and, uh, and challenging in the future. And again, I'm not trying to predict that we're about to have an economic downturn or some kind of crash or anything like that, even though I don't think you have to be that much a prophet or a prognosticator or predict the future to look around and go, you know what, we're probably going through a, some, time of, some type of cycle that's going to be a little bit challenging. So we need to be good. We need to, uh, we need to do the basic things well, and we need to make sure that we're doing it individually. We need to make sure we're doing it if we're leading anything, and we also need to make sure the organization does that. And again, uh, there's some people I run across that they... They claim that they're excited about things getting back to normal. And I guess normal now means something prior to March of 2020. And I feel pretty confident in saying this also, 
that ain't going to happen. <laughs> it's, we are not going back to a quote unquote normal previous to COVID because I, in my opinion, things are going to be picking up steam as far as a division and combativeness from certain people. I think culturally, some people are very, I don't know if agitated is the word, but very unsettled. And so I think things are going to be even more contentious between certain groups. And I think it's just part of what we're going to have to deal with. You know, is it possible that we'll have more pandemics and things like that? I don't know that. But I do think with what we saw the governments do with lockdowns and the way they were able to get large numbers of the population to do certain things, that when we have any type of an event come up, that the government, because they've done it in the past, they will quickly do it in the future. They will be have no problem shutting down the economy again. And again, I'm not predicting this. I'm just saying that we've already opened up that box that we may have states, governments internationally that decide that, you know what, we need to shut things down because of blank, uh, the climate, a sickness, illness, something like that. So uh, I hope that doesn't bother anyone. I'm just kind of looking into the future and seeing the way things might happen. So we need to make sure we're doing the basics. This is a football. <laughs> and so we want to walk through some of those basic items here. And, you know, I want to share this and I want to give proper credit because one of the things I did a little over a year ago is I scheduled a session. It's called a Zozo session. And it's got a it's got a spiritual aspect to it, but it's also got a practical aspect to it. And I did it with a guy by the name of Stephen De Silva. Stephen K. De Silva. And I've got his book right here. And I want to give him credit because he's actually going to be a guest in the not too distant future on Seek Go Create. And I'm looking forward to talking to him. But when I did that session, he went over a model that he calls it his purpose train. And, and it, uh, he, he gave some things such as uh, we go from tactics to strategic to, I think he did um, uh, purpose, mission, and then identity. I've actually kind of taken that and modified it somewhat. I, I do, mine are, and I think that's actually different than what his is, I'm sorry, but mine are uh, um, tactics, strategic, and then it's mission, purpose, and identity. But, uh, but I do want to give credit. I am swiping this from him because I've been able to use that in my personal life in so many things, and I'll share that a little bit later. And then I've also been able to use it with leadership teams. Just this last weekend or two weeks ago, I, I interacted with a team, and we used that as a model to begin putting some things in place so that they can become a great organization that is working diligently to get great, if not great, at least good results in tough times, instead of just being a good organization that is hoping that they can get some good results. And so, so that's really what I want to talk about. And, uh, and again, I want to make sure I give credit to Stephen. And again, he will be a guest on the podcast in the very near future. But one of the things I want to say that's an observation of mine. So let's go back again and let's look at those five areas. We've got tactics or tactical. We've got strategy. And then we've got mission that I like to say, and then purpose, and then identity. 
Most individuals, and this is for individuals, leaders, teams, anything like that, most people hang out in that tactic or that tactical area. In other words, it's just the stuff that we do every day. And we do this stuff. Sometimes we do it really well. We might do it better than our competitors or better than other people. And so that's what we do. Now, some leaders and some organizations are able to move into the strategic or the strategy area, which is the next level. And they're really good at strategy. And strategy is when you're able to think a little bit farther ahead. You're able to look a week ahead or 30, 60, 90 days, sometimes a year in advance, and develop strategy of what you want to do in the future and where you're going. Mission is really the assignment that you have. It's really what your bigger picture assignment is. And again, I'll talk more about these in just a moment. Purpose is what you were created for. I mean, it is really what you're all about. And then identity, it's who you are when you look in the mirror and you say, this is who I am. That is your identity. And one of the organizations I work with recently, we were filling in the blank and I'll just say company name is blank. And we were really working on who they really believe they are. And you know, there's a lot of companies and organizations that they have their vision, they have purpose, they have mission statements, they have all these things. And I've worked with organizations for probably going on 30 years to help them do those things. But just because we say it in a sentence or we come up with a nice, cute saying for a purpose or vision statement, that doesn't mean when you look in the mirror, it's who you really believe that you are. And so that's why it's so important to really establish your identity, either as a person, as a leader, as an individual, or as an organization. And so I want to say that in my opinion, it really is foundational that we understand our identity. And one of the things that Stephen said for individuals, and I'll go ahead and share this because people know we talk spiritual stuff here on Seek, Go, Create. He actually said it in a way that I don't think it can be said better. He says, as an individual, he goes, I'll give you a clue. There's really only two identities. And this is a spiritual definition. Those identities are orphan or adopted. And I won't get into a lot of details there, but an orphan is basically someone who does not understand, does not believe, does not have a connection with their creator or with God. Someone who claims that their identity is to be adopted is someone who understands that they are part of God's creation and God's tapestry, and they know that they have been adopted, grafted, and brought into that kingdom. And so for many of us, from an individual standpoint, we need to have a grasp or understanding of that identity. Now, on the flip side, for organizations, there needs to be some degree of, I'll call it an ethos or a culture where people that interact with, either they're employed by or they are they are they're part of the organization or they just touch the organization as a customer or something like that, they know what the organization is all about. They know and understand the identity. And again, it may be that purpose, it may be that mission, but it 
may not be, and I'll talk about that in just a moment when I, when I look at some other examples. But, uh, but that's foundational. What is your identity? What is the organization's identity? When you look in the mirror, what do you see? Do you see positive? Do you see victory? Do you see uh, success? Do you see things that, that will lead to success for you? Or do you see failure? Do you see defeat? Do you see a victim? Do you see someone who is not created for something great? And I think I want to pause right here and just say, if you saw, if you see some of those things that I mentioned in the latter, then I just want to encourage you and say, you are created for something, for something great. And I believe you were created by a heavenly father that loves you and wants the best for you. And if you aren't clear on that or don't understand that, then I want to encourage you to attempt to grasp that because that is one of the most important things that we can, that we can understand about ourselves and that we can understand as a truth. And I do believe it is a truth that you were created for greatness. And for those that accept and believe that there is a kingdom of God, that God is a creator and that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, so that you could be connected to him and to his kingdom, then you actually fit into that that identity that Stephen mentioned, which is <laughs> you're adopted. You are accepted and, and adopted into that kingdom. So that's pretty exciting if you understand that because then everything just kind of flows from there. So, so that's foundational identity. And sometimes it's difficult to come up with that. And I will say this, that many times we need to just start doing some of these other steps until we get that worked out. It's not one of these things that we just sit around and we try to meditate on that and come up with it and then everything else falls into place. So make sure that that's the case. Um, now, I, I do also want to say that most leaders, most organizations, they spend time with that other end of the spectrum, which is the tactical. Sometimes they do a little bit of the strategic and people that are good at strategic really in the world we're in, they separate themselves out really well because if you're competing against people that are just doing tactical things, in other words, they're just doing the stuff, but yet they don't have strategy, then you can separate yourself out if you're really good at strategy. That's kind of always been something that I am really, really good at. My wife is really good at. So together, we really come together and we could do some strategic, strategizing and strategizing and, and being strategic and think ahead and plan ahead and, and do the things that need to be done so that things don't sneak up on us and, and we're looking farther into the future. So you can kind of hang out in those areas and do okay. But I'll say this, that is why when I started this a few minutes ago, I said, good leaders in some times that we are in can get great results. We're entering a time where we can't just rest with being good at tactics and okay at strategy. We've also got to understand mission, purpose and identity. We've got to understand those things better because it's if, if times get tough, if times get rough, 
then we've got to be better than just good at strategy or good at tactics. And so that's really one of the reasons why I'm having this conversation is that we've got to, organizations have to get better at these things. So uh, now I will also say that one of the things I've observed, organizations, individuals can do these things on their own with extreme intentionality and focus. However, most of the time they need somebody to help them. They need outside help. That's where consultants, coaches, people like me come in, that you probably need someone in to help you steer the ship in a different direction because you've been doing it a certain way for so long. So I encourage you, if anything that I'm saying, you know, it just kind of stirs you up, try to do things on your own, try to make some adjustments. But if you need some help, don't hesitate to reach out and get it. There are people that do this for individuals. There are people that do this for organizations. There are people that do this like myself for executive teams and leadership teams. I mean, Stephen De Silva, he does this for uh, individuals. And I think he also does this for organizations also. So there are people that do this if you need help. And I'll tell you, it is critical. So make sure that you're reaching out and asking for help if you think that you may need that help. Um, I, I do want to say that this in many ways is getting back to some basics that we all know. We all understand these. And the unfortunate thing is that many times we spend a good portion of our time only doing the things that are tactical and not spending the time to do the things that are the bigger picture items. So uh, so let's, I'm just going to, in the time we've got left, I'm going to spend a little bit more time on each one of these and build upon it and define it maybe for myself and give a few examples. And then we'll kind of wrap up. And then depending on how you're consuming this or watching this or listening to this, I would love to get some feedback and thoughts and, and where are you individually, where are you at with your organization or your team because I really do want us to begin discussing this more in an environment where we can start uh, seeing some of the results of implementing some of these items. So let's talk about it. We mentioned identity earlier, and that's kind of like the baseline for me. And that is individually, you're either adopted or you're orphan. We talked about that earlier. And that's kind of the who you are. Who are you? And, and you know, I think many people especially in the world we're in today, the culture we're in, we don't have a clue. I think a lot of people are just going through their day-to-day, their tactical lives, and they don't really know and understand who they are. I think a lot of people that even have a faith about them don't really understand that. So I encourage you to put some thought, put some prayer, get somebody to help you to come up with the identity of who you are. Now, one of the things I wrote down for me And this is something that I've listed out and take it for whatever it's worth is that I'm a child of the most high God adopted into his kingdom. Now I'm an ambassador of the kingdom of God. That is the identity that I believe that I have. And so everything that I have kind of spills over from that. Is it, does that mean I don't do anything in business that maybe I do ministry? No, not necessarily. I'm, I can do that in any, any realm I step into. And so that is one of the things that I do to define my identity. So let's talk about the next item that I have down, and that is purpose. And uh, purpose 
is really why you were created. Okay, we've got our identity, but then we've got purpose, which is what were you created for? And that's kind of the way I word it. And some of this could be a little bit different and really mission and purpose at times can be meshed together. But I'll mention what mission is for me in just a moment. But purpose is as an ambassador. This is for me as an ambassador. I am going to use my skills to communicate because I believe part of the skills that I have are a communicator to communicate, to share the benefits and the blessings of his kingdom or of the kingdom of God. So as a communicator, that spills over into a lot of things. That's really what I believe some gifts I have are. I kind of paused and had trouble with my words as a communicator when I was just saying that. And, and part of that is speaking and doing other things. But then that goes to my mission and my mission, or the word I really like to use is assignment. I like to use the word assignment in the kingdom because that assignment could change. I mean, I may have my purpose of what I'm created for, but over the course of my life, my assignment or mission actually has changed and adjusted. There are times where I was sort of in the mode of doing some business and, you know, getting things financially set for my family and doing some things like that. That was probably my assignment at that time. Well, now I really believe that my assignment or mission is to do some things a little bit differently. This is what I wrote down. Consistently communicate his love, God's love, via video, audio, and books. Via video, audio, and books. That's a mission that I have right now. And that includes some of the coaching that I do and other things like that. But the big mission I have is to share with things like, and this goes down to strategy now, some of the strategies are via the podcast that you may be listening to this on, Seek Go Create, via YouTube, which we have a YouTube channel now that's growing very fast, Seek Go Create. And then another thing that I've got that's a strategy that I believe has been spoken to me that I need to do is write 30 books in 30 years. And that's something that I started when I was 55 years old, just released my first book. For those that listened to last week's episode, we shared an excerpt from that novel. And so part of my strategy is that I am to write 30 books in 30 years. I am to have a podcast, have a YouTube channel. And then let me spill that down to the tactics. The tactics that I do is what I'm doing here right now. I have an episode where I'm sharing disinformation. It'll be released on um, Monday in November, early November, I think November 7th. And we've got the tactics of how we get it edited and how we get all the notes on our website and then how we take video clips and we put them on YouTube. Those are the tactics. So that's how it fits. That's how it all fits together. And the reason it's important is if I were to just do the tactics without understanding all the other things, then it makes it fuzzy or unclear as to why I'm doing it and what I'm doing and how it fits together. And so what you just heard me go through was basically who, the identity, why, purpose, mission, and assignment, the what is the strategy, and then the how is the tactical. And those are the things for me for my person. And I'm only bringing that up as an example for you, for those of you that might be attempting to go through a similar process for yourself. And again, if you're struggling with that, there are people that can help you 
with that process or with some similar process. I'm not dogmatic about the exact process, but I do like this model or this uh, this th this framework that uh, that we have in place. Now, what I'd love to do is talk about what it looks like for an organization. And so in the time I have left, I just want to mention a few organizations that we're well aware of, most people are, I guess, that may give us a little bit of an understanding of how it fits for an organization. So let me give you two examples to compare. One, let's just say Chick-fil-A. And another, let's just say Burger King. And let me just say that I like both of those. And in the past, I've really liked Burger King. I try not to eat as much fast food, even Chick-fil-A, much anymore. I'm trying to keep, keep a little bit of a healthier, um, healthier diet. But being originally from the South, Chick-fil-A is near and dear to my heart. And I just want you to think in terms of that word identity. Let's don't go over mission statements or anything like that, because I don't, I'm not even sure that either one of those organizations, if I were to ask uh, executives, leaders, customers or anything, franchisees, what is your identity? I'm not really sure that they would respond with anything because they probably have purpose, mission, vision, those things. But really, if you think about it, we really know what the identity of both of those are. Chick-fil-A, they've got a foundation on some biblical principles. That's what Truett Cathy founded it on. And we also know that they are good at a chicken sandwich. <laughs> that is their thing. And they have stuck to that and they have done very well at it. And they, I think I read something recently where they've got the fastest drive-throughs. This people spend the least amount of time. And I went through one of their drive-throughs last week when I was coming out of Colorado because I'm now up in, I'm up in uh, South Dakota and we don't have a Chick-fil-A around us. So we went through and got some, some nuggets and, but they are really, really good at who they are, their identity. Now, on the flip side, and I'm not going to bash them here because I really do like a good charbroiled burger, but Burger King, on the other hand, seems to be all over the place. They'll attempt to offer this. They'll attempt to do that. They, you know, will say things about their restaurant, but they have bounced all over the place. So to me, those are examples of two organizations that one is pretty hyper clear on their identity and who they are, and then the other one's a little more fuzzy. You know, they are fast food and they are charbroil burgers, but they do lots of other stuff. And I think that's caused some issues over the years. Now, have they been successful and done well? Yes. But I think many people would agree that Chick-fil-A is probably in that arena that they're in and they probably compete, I guess. They would be more the gold standard. Let me give you another example just to, uh, just to kind of hit this point. Let's look at Southwest Airlines and American Airlines, two airlines. Here's what they do. They fly people from one place to another. And I'm about to go get on a plane tomorrow. I don't know who I'm flying. I think I'm flying United, maybe. I don't know. But I've got to fly to the Atlanta area from here in South Dakota. But, uh, but you know, flying is pretty much standard and the same. However, for whatever reason, as an identity, Southwest Airlines seems to have separated themselves out in that they're low cost, maybe don't use the word budget, low cost. They're not kind of prim and proper. They're, they kind of like to have fun. 
and uh, they have quick turnarounds, um, so many things they do, and that is Southwest Airlines. And they move people from one place to another, but just like American. Now, American, though, they have a tendency to be a little less fun, a lot less fun, let's go ahead and say. And, and I have had more issues with American Airlines than I've had with Southwest. And, and they still are doing the same thing, but at times they've had, they've attempted to have maybe budget airlines to compete with the Southwest and other airlines. And they've had, had maybe some higher cost fares and, and just a little more fuzzy on the identity. Now, are both organizations still around? Do they exist? Yes. Southwest though, I think everyone would agree, just like Chick-fil-A, seem to be much more clear on their identity and who they are and what their purpose, mission, etc. is, which makes their strategy and their tactics so much easier. Other airline, American, seems to struggle a little bit. Burger King, struggle a little bit. So I hope those two organizational examples help a little bit. And so the thing that I want to encourage, uh, this is for myself, this is for individuals, leaders, everyone, is to consider this framework that I'm kind of calling it the redefining success system. Uh, I think Stephen, again, I want to give credit to him. Stephen calls it his purpose train. And again, we're going to have him on the podcast sometime in the not too distant future. And we can talk more about this and all that he's doing with it. But what I encourage you to do is it's time to step up. It's time for leaders. It's time for organizations to really step up. I really do believe we're about to be stepping into some challenging times. I hope it's not brutal. I hope it's just a little bit of some rough waters. But we definitely need to be anchored. We need to have an anchor so that we aren't flopped around all over the place trying to uh, keep the boat steady. And how we do that is we understand what our identity is. We get as clear as we can about that identity. And then we understand what we were created for as individuals, as leaders, or as an organization, team, or business. And then we need to understand our mission. What is our assignment, our current assignment right now in the times that we're in, in the world that we're in, in the markets that we're in, in the business that we're in? What is our assignment? And then we develop a strategy, the strategy that's going to help us achieve and accomplish that assignment and that mission. And then with the strategy that we put in place on a day-to-day basis, we get the stuff done. We do the stuff on a regular basis, consistently, with as much energy and effort as we can, so that we can operate in the identity, the purpose, the mission and assignment that we've been created for. And I believe that organizations, teams, and leaders that get good at that, that are pretty good at it, I don't think will be perfect, that we will be able to weather the storms that are in front of us. We'll have an anchor that will help us through some difficult and challenging times. You know, we'll be equipped to handle things that we may not be able to even predict or project right now because we're rooted in understand who we are and what we are all about. Now, I do want to say this. If you are an organization team, my primary 
primary bread and butter is working with leadership teams and organizations. If you are an organization or leadership team that may need help with this, or even a leader, reach out to me. I'll, I'll get on the phone, have a conversation with you and discuss pieces or parts of this that might make sense. I'll connect you if you want to get connected with Stephen, connect you with him and, and or I'll help you find someone that might be able to help with this. This isn't all about me or anything, but I believe that organizations and teams need to get this and we need to get it so that we can reach those levels that we were created to reach. So hope this has been helpful for everybody. I know that for me, it's been a foundation and a framework that's been extremely, extremely helpful just to gain clarity on some things that I'm trying to do. And I'm hopeful that it's been the same for you. It's going to take a lot of work, takes effort, but it's one of those things as you step into it, things become easier because the decision-making process is not as laborious because you understand some basic foundational things. So I appreciate you listening in on this episode. I'd love to hear your comments, your thoughts, your ideas, your experience related to this because it's something that I'm passionate about, you can tell, and something that I believe that a lot of us need to adopt even more. We have new episodes every Monday. If you know of someone that's that needs what we just talked about in this episode, please share this episode with them. Please share this episode with them because I know that there are people that need to hear this. Until next time, until the next episode, we'll be next week back on doing our interview episodes and uh, having conversations with folks. Until next time, continue being all that you were created to be.